This is Bob Palmer, and you're listening to Zone Talk by Sport Excel, where the magic of the zone is a game changer. In every episode, we dive into the lives of high performers and learn their amazing strategies so that you can take leadership of your game, your team, and your life. Matthew Cardiser is a member of the graduating class of 2020. He got involved in clay target shooting prior to high school. He found out he was good at it. In five years, he made the All-American team. He is not just a good athlete, he is a scholar as well. Plus, he has gone through much more than most kids his age. He contracted a rare facial cancer at age one and had numerous surgeries. Now he has big dreams about making a difference in a future career as a doctor. I welcome you to the show, Matthew. Thanks for having me, Bob. When I first met you, Matthew, well, I guess maybe I should ask you, what was your perspective on our first interview some four years ago? Well, I was really shy back then, Um, but my dad was like, you know, we're going to talk with the sports guys and, you know, he's worked with all these other guys, like they're all really good. So it's going to be great. And um, I was kind of not scared, but I was like, huh, this guy's worked with like, you know, people who are like in the the Olympics and stuff like that. Why am I going to... why? Why is he working with me? But um, you really brought me out of my shell. And like the next time I practiced, I already started noticing a difference. So like no complaints. What got you into competition in the first place? Well, (laughs) um, I was playing Xbox against my friend. And um, my uncle was just came in and watched me um, really. I I was beating my friend by a lot. And he, um, he suggested that. I try this thing called trap shooting that his friend had done in high school um, and got a scholarship for it. So my parents were like, sure. I went out to like my local club and I shot like 15 out of 18 targets. Um, and after that, I joined the team and the rest is history. So, so how do you think it's been good for you? I think it's, it's really boosted my confidence. I, at the time when I first started, I never thought like, oh yeah, you're going to be um, like winning state competitions and going out to the world championships and stuff like that. Or like, never did I think when I was in like the seventh grade and when I started like, oh yeah, I'm going to make the All-American team. Um, Like, it was just, I guess like a slap in the face in a good way. Oh. Um, <laughs> Where <laughs> a wake up call. Yeah. Where since then I've been just like, oh wow, like I can it just massive boosting confidence in that regard. Also, it's given me a lot of stuff to do. Um and like what other kid like in my school can say like, oh yeah, I'm like one of the premier people in the state that like <laughs> In my sport of choice, but also it's just given me a lot of things to do. I can, I've traveled from to like other states over the weekends and stuff like that with my dad. Um, it's just been a blast. So a lot has changed in your sport over this time period, obviously. What kinds of blocks did you face and, and how did you deal with them? I think just a big block in general was 
especially when I started like growing and having to change my fit every, you know, couple weeks, but also just getting in the zone and not feeling, trying my best to not feel any pressure or anything like that. So, so you overcame some nasty competitors from time to time. How, how did you manage that? Well, I did what you told me to do, which is um, to like really picture yourself just above and beyond like perfect and then just pace around. And then when you have to go up, you don't think about them. You just think about you and you just just shoot. Did you um, ever run into not only um, competitors who were putting pressure on you, but perhaps their parents? Um, a bit. I remember one time I was at a competition and the parents were, as well as the kid I was competing against, I looked behind me and they were just kind of glaring at me. I was kind of, I don't know. But I think it is kind of a different dynamic when you're competing against one of your peers and their parents are also watching you. It's not that different, but it's still like, you're like... How how did you deal with that? I mean, I think the best way to deal with anything like that is to just kind of block it out and just pretend, yep, it's just me in the sky. It's just me on a field, just like practice. So you were also part of your school team. Um, Any special challenges dealing with a, a, a team of athletes Not when it's not just yourself out there on the line oh just for like clarification my school doesn't have a team it's scholastic but yeah um the it's a different dynamic um with a team especially when people kind of look to you for leadership and stuff like that but it's also important to have especially that degree of separation between you and your teammates where they're not affecting you but also you can affect them and bring them up. I think it's important to, it's, this is going to sound selfish. (laughs) No, no, go ahead. No, this is. It's important to not let their, when they miss, to not let that drag you down. You're just going to be like, oh, they missed. Forget about it. Um, And just continue on with what you're doing. And don't worry about them. Worry about them before you hop on the line and after but during, that's that's when it's just you and you alone just in the zone. Afterwards, if they come to you for advice or something, provided it's not like in between rounds or anything like that, you, you know, tell them how they can improve. And yeah. What do you mean by worry about them? Is there another constructive word that you could use? I mean, do you, do you actually help you know, boy them up? Do you, do you, I mean, what do you mean by that? I mean, um, on my team, at least, especially some of the newer kids, I'll kind of help, uh, like coach them in a way where if I'm not shooting or something like that, or if it's their turn and I'm not, um, up, I'll watch them and be like, Oh, Hey, by the way, you do this. You can fix that by doing X, Y, and Z. Or, hey, by the way, you're looking over at your friend while on the line. Like, don't do that. Stuff like that. Where even on, like, my 
um, squad that I compete with a lot, like, if they're doing that, and I'm on the line, I'm not going to tell them then. But, like, after that, you know, 100 rounds, I'll come up to them afterwards and be like, hey, I saw you were doing this. Probably best not to do that. But stuff like that. So you made the All-American team. Yeah. From where you came from, how'd that feel? Well, (laughs) it felt really good, um, for starters. But, I mean, I didn't know that there was an All-American team at the start of that season. And one of my teammates from my Scholastic team, who has since gone to college, was trying to make the All-American team as a junior. I was still a sub-junior at the time. And it was my first, like, big, like, uh, grand um, where it was up at the Empire Grand up in New York. And, you know, after the first day on, like, a Friday, I got pulled from school, went up, shot doubles. And my friend's dad comes over, and he's like, oh, there's some All-Americans here in your age group. And I'm like, uh-oh. I didn't know there was an All-American team. But that means, uh, like, I just want to win one thing. And that was my goal. And I ended up winning all of the things in my age group that time. And also handicap. But then th- they taught us about, um, my friend and his dad taught us all about like the, how the All-American team points work and all that. We were like, huh, you know, we could maybe make that this year. So we went out to like Pennsylvania, the Grand American, and stuff like that, where like I just, I wasn't, I didn't t- start trying to make the All-American team that season until like probably the second half. And I was like, oh, wait, I'm only like, 20 in terms of points I can advance and be on the All-American team so I did that and I made the team um, at, I checked I check it like every week the like standings and yeah by September I came in like number 14 and I was like holy crap so a lot happened for you over these years these four years and, and uh, that I've known you and a lot of things happen in high school as well. Yeah. What What did you face in your education and what uh, what were you able to do with some of these strategies you have? Paying attention in school, especially in school, is very difficult for me to do. I'm one of those kids that's like, ooh, a butterfly. But I think the zone, especially for like taking big tests like standardized tests like the SAT and stuff like that is was like instrumental because you know the week before I would prepare for it how I would prepare for a competition where like all right I I see myself on the line or not on the line at a desk um and just banging out math problems getting them all right and I had to take the SAT more than once but by the end of it I got a score that I was happy with and I was like, wow, that actually, you know, really helped me. Um, also, just in terms of taking notes in school, getting in the zone and just being able to type out almost word for word what the teacher says and just being in that like tunnel vision mode is also just insurmountably helpful. And did you find some of these tools help, helpful for making friends and, and connections within school? Yeah, I remember... I think I talked to you about this. I was in um, a Spanish class with um, kids who were all lower classmen than me. Not that good at Spanish. Um, And I knew none of them. And I just 
pictured myself up on the stage being like, you know, that really friendly, charismatic guy. And by the end of the year, I had like a solid group of people in the class who like I would call friends and stuff like that. And also just throughout high school, just becoming, I guess, like more comfortable in my own skin and just that making more friends that way as well. Well, you're not that shy kid I, I first met, that's for sure. <laughs> um, was it like last year or in the last couple of years, you gave a presentation to some doctors. What was, all the, what was, what was that about and, and uh, how did you prepare for that? Well, I, um, I made a presentation to the Thank Foundation, which is Thyroid, Head and Neck Cancer Foundation. Um, and it was all about how, um, like, finding your goals and stuff like that. And when I had lockjaw, my one goal was to be able to eat a red gumball. So I would basically can basically say, okay, goals, we're going to call them gumballs. And I went through the speech being like, yep, I did. My goal was to run like a couple years ago at the time, a couple years ago, like a 25 straight and trap gumball right there, et cetera, et cetera. And I prepared for that just by Lots of practice, and again, just picturing myself up on a stage, being like very well spoken, and just very professional, and I nailed it. Does it does it help to have that dream of being one of the people you were presenting to, like the doctors? Definitely. And at the end of it, doctor, my surgeon came up to me and gave me a uh, a gumball machine and a stethoscope. <laughs> cute, cute. Now, you just finished up high school this year, and you, you did it in a COVID-19-dominated landscape. Do you have any survival tips in terms of strategies that helped you stay buoyant these last months? Um, I think number one would be don't procrastinate. Because it is very easy to get behind, especially when you don't have teachers like on your back like, oh, hey, you know, we're in class, you should do this. And then if you don't, it's homework. And also just at home, there's, you'll be working on like a anatomy problem and you're like, huh, there are so many things I would rather be doing other than working on this presentation or working on this like web quest. So really finding a place with like no distractions and not procrastinating and saying, oh yeah, I'm just going to go, you know, go outside and then do this later because you never do it later. So you're, you're going to college. That might seem scary for a lot of kids. Uh, How do you think of it? I definitely have anxiety about it. But, like, I'm just going to do what I did in that Spanish class, but on a larger scale. I think just going out there, it's like a, just a, I'm going to Texas, um, and it's just a fresh start. Nobody there is going to know me from high school. And... I'm just... What, what school? Uh, Trinity University in San Antonio. And I'm just going to get in the zone and not only for academics, but also for just being social and forcing myself to be social as well, especially at the beginning with like orientation and all that, provided that there is an orientation, but... Congratulations on that. Thank you. Now, you're, you're also going to be uh, heading into your new season. It's a shortened season due to COVID. How are you preparing for that right now? I mean, my state 
just reopened, like, this past week. So I got to practice for, like, the first or second time this year over the weekend, which I kind of surprised myself with how fast I got back in the groove. But I think especially just for preparing for it, just, again, picturing myself up on that stage as, like, the perfect trap shooter and just going through that every day and also just for going out on the weekends and forcing myself to practice as much as I can just so I don't get surprised or anything like that. Any, any advice for someone going into a new season? Um, I would say you're going to have, I mean, if you're from like the Northeast where you have winter, um, you're going to have cobwebs and as long as you, whenever you miss, say, as long as you learn from that miss, and as long as you don't repeat the same mistake, it's okay. I mean, it's not okay. You, you know what I mean. Um, but if you, like, if you, you're going to have maybe a rocky start. Maybe you, you know, you're used to shooting 23s, 24s, and you shoot a 20 or something like that. Just say, you know what? It's just the start of the season. I know what I missed on those, what I did on those five birds. I know how to fix that. I'm going to go out this next round and I'm going to fix that. And then say you shoot a 23 that round. You're like, okay, those two birds. I know what I did. I know why it happened. I'm going to fix that. And as long as you continue to improve yourself like that, bad days are, can actually be good for you in that way where you're like, okay, I know that I always shoot to the left of this one target. So whenever I see that one target, I'm just going to go a little more to the right each time. And at, then you won't be missing that target anymore. And does that, does that get you consistently into your zone? Yeah. I think especially if you see yourself being the best you can be and being just the, the guy that nobody wants to compete against, that nobody wants to, you know, but also like humble and all that. That that's important. One last question. Yes. Where do you think or hope your future career as a doctor will take you? I mean, I want to be a um otolaryngology surgeon. Otolaryngology is head and neck. I would like to um I'd like to be similar to what the surgeon was that I shadowed over last summer. Um he runs like the Thank Foundation that I gave a speech at. And he's also just like, just this nice guy. He's in, he'll be like in the operating room and he'll make like a, like a sarcastic joke to like the, the nurses and stuff like that. So like, I'd like to be able to be, really mesh that being really connected with patients and also just very, I mean, busy, but not busy that I hate my job and all that. Well, I, I wish you well with this. I'm sure we'll be connected in the next while. But um, I'd love to have you back to uh, the podcast to revisit your progress through, through college and uh, ultimately as a, as a surgeon. Of course. I'd love to. <laughs> okay. Thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you for having me. Best of luck. Thank you. This episode of Zone Talk by Sport Excel has ended. 
but be sure to subscribe and be sure to rate and review us so that we can continue to bring you the best zone and high performance content. See you on the next episode.